Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. Welcome to the Hashtag Get Merry podcast, helping you live your healthiest, your happiest, your most merriest life possible. We're your hosts, Emma and Carla Pappas, aka the Merry Make Sisters, aka the Marys. So are you ready? Let's get married. episode 85 but we're really excited because we have our amazing friend sitting next to us the ever epic amazing the best <laughs> Marcus Pierce. oh girls you're amazing <laughs> love the drum kit in here that was like the best introduction ever <laughs> thank you and there is nothing like a real person introduction <laughs> we're podcasting but we're in the same room we get to look at each other. We get to drum our fingers <laughs> on the table. If we stretch really far, we can touch each other. We can oh, we're touching each other. We're holding hands. We can do kumbaya in here and, you know, really get... This is already... It's already gotten already. weird. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was wondering when it would, like, get a little bit Five weird. seconds in. Yeah. yeah. That's some We've kind of... We've already started touching each other's hands <laughs> without even a minute into this. I think that's we're going to go back record. to digital. Should I go out there and get my Skype? No, no, no. How good yeah. is real life? So good. <laughs> so good. So good. You know, I've had the best day ever so far. Have really? you? I've got to quickly share this with yeah. you. Yeah, share it's away. It's not even um, halfway through the day. I flew in from Melbourne this morning, got the 6 a.m. flight, got in at 8, went and surprised my boy Darby at his autumn festival. I saw that. At 10.30. Oh. He didn't know I was coming. He thought I was away. That's oh. so cute. Drove down the highway, got there, went and saw that, went and saw Bronnie Ware. Mm. Um and some new friends in Byron received a copy of her new book, Bloom, signed. And then I come here to you girls, not just for a digital Skype interview, but a real-life interview. And sitting under the <laughs> mic is my second signed copy of the day. I now have Bloom and Get Mary, a very healthy cookbook. My wife is just going to love me. I'll read these on the plane and then come home and say, honey, I've got you some juice. <laughs> you Oh, seriously, best day ever so far. Yeah, that is great so good. So six a.m. That's early. Tired from travel. Got home at eleven last night and uh, up at four. But I'm doing some talks for a wonderful real estate company, Positive Real Estate, at the moment all over Australia tonight, Brisbane, then Newcastle, then next week I think is Adelaide, Parramatta, and then a camping holiday with the family. Oh my god! Oh fun! After that is um, where's after that? Where else is in the world? Oh, Sydney and Canberra. You're really? all stopping around. Really? Yeah, I'm doing, I think I'm doing Canberra and then Sydney or something. What's that for? Like more talking gigs? Yeah, so just the, the mentoring clients for positive real estate. Oh. All down there. So I've only, I haven't been to, last time I went to Canberra, I was a, a school camp, a school <laughs> oh uh, excursion trip and I broke my arm. Oh, my God. Um, no. Before at school, like, like the day or two before the trip, you know, at school. Did you have like, like um, two-story 
uh, school buildings. Yeah, yeah. like and you got the portables. Rails and it was really cool oh, yeah, to like yeah. go down the rails. Yeah. Didn't do that, but yeah. Uh, well, I kind of <laughs> mucked that up and like oh, no. fell over and knocked myself out. And I remember I hurt my arm and I was going on this trip to Canberra the next day. You know, it's oh. like an eight-hour bus ride. Oh. Oh. Canberra. Something Ew. like that. Anyway, I'm going back to Canberra for the first time in 30 years or whatever. Well, it's going wow. to be very different. You'll have to yeah. tell me where to go. Yeah. Well, so how long are you there for? I just, everything's like, like overnight. Night. Yeah. We'll have to tell you, like, do you have dinner? Breakfast. Like, do you get Breakfast to have dinner? Breakfast or dinner. Okay. And where are you right. staying? Uh, like in the city. Uh, check yeah, check your calendar. We'll, we'll be able give to give you the hot tips of yeah. like, be- wait, do you drink coffee? You don't drink yeah. coffee. Yeah, yeah, all I'm right. Latte. Best coffee, <laughs> yeah. best dinner. Actually, how good was Lazy Sue? We were, oh, we're actually yeah. in Canberra on the weekend. We went to the most amazing Japanese it's so restaurant. Cold, though. Yeah, in so Canberra. take so a jacket or like, like ten okay. jackets. jackets, scarf, socks, bring it all. All right. Come prepared. Okay, Go so prepared. I am in Canberra next Tuesday. Next Tuesday? So, and I'm staying. Let's give them a plug. <laughs> the Quality Hotel Dixon. Ooh, okay, la Dixon. La. So you kind of... <laughs> Sorry. Dixon. Hello they're to all actually, our good friends. Um, there actually are some Call nice... Cape and Bad, Badham Street. I was going to say something else. People are going to come and stalk you now, not yeah. really. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm just giving a little bit too much yeah, information. You guys all of us here. We don't know what day it is. You know, I'm what the new room, Michael Marcus? Jackson. Wherever I go, Marcus, I just have people hanging. So. I want some free mentoring. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll give you the tips. Like, I mean, Dixon Everyone is go and see Marcus for free mentoring. <laughs> 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 okay, okay. I'm go. in room number. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Three knocks. Uh, yeah. And, and you're in. <laughs> get Mary. The password knock, is knock, knock. get Mary. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, bloody hell. Well, Dixon... Oh, I don't know. I guess it's close to the city. Have some think music. Yeah, we'll have. Me, yeah, we'll think. Um, so with these talks, you're like, I was interested to hear before we started recording that you're kind of talking about like people who set goals at the start of the year but haven't done anything about them. Well, yeah, it's so easy to, uh, in January, December, whenever it is, mm. that people go, "All right, it's going to be a great new year. It's fresh, and I'll put this year behind me, whether it was great, not great, whatever." And it's it's amazing that when you're on holidays or when you don't have your regular routine, a lot of people are really optimistic mm-hmm. about the year. Yes. And their first day back to work, uh, kids go back to school, whatever it is, and they get back into their rhythm. If they don't have a great rhythm, it's like, oh, I'm back doing the same old thing. Yeah. And it is difficult to create change. Like I don't think it's something that people should get down on themselves about. But at the same time, if you've got the inspiration and optimism to make a shift, it's important to recognise that at some point it's going to get hard, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, a lot of people just give up yeah. very quickly. And so, yeah, a part of these talks is to go whatever it is that you've set goals in. So, for the real estate tribe, it might be you know I'm going to buy another investment property this year, or I'm going to save X for a new deposit, or whatever. Life can get tough, and challenges are there. Do you give up mm-hmm. and kind of forget about it, or do you just acknowledge the difficult you know part of the climb for mm-hmm. what it is and go, well, it's a hard mm-hmm. part at the moment, mm-hmm. but. Every hard part has an end to it yeah. and things do get easier. So it's really just a reminder yeah. of what it takes. So I true. Mean, like, even us, like it's like a struggle. Like sometimes we'll be so unmotivated to do anything. It's just like, oh. And that's like, when you need a rest. You need a, yeah. another yoga yeah. or a chill yeah. out or a movie yeah. or whatever. And I think that's like so true. Fun, like just to remind you that actually like life is fun. Like yeah. you don't have to be like working all the time mm-hmm. and if you're not enjoying your work which happens sometimes even though like lots of times most of the time we enjoy it but most of the time is the important thing yeah because there is no such thing as yes. all of the time That's Who, so have true. you ever met anyone that is happy no never no. well like people always ask us why we're happy all the time and we're like, like no, we're not. No. like oh my god you know i got a call right now that my dad was killed <laughs> 
no matter how happy I am, I'm going to be... I was like, what? Yeah, I'm just breaking people's states, right? Because people go, what, what, what? Yeah, that's so true. But that's the thing, like, people think, how do you do it? It's like, well, most of the time, you're flying, Mm. right? You've got a great mindset, you're Mm. resilient, you've got optimism and the rest. If something happens, like we've just gone through all these floods, right? Yeah. Listen to what's going on in people's lives. Yes. Far out. Massive reality check, you know, get a bit of contrast and go. It's so true. You know, so I think it's important that no matter who you are, and again, just catching up with Bronnie Ware, who's written a great new book, Bloom, um, she was talking about how important it is to have that fun and connection, particularly Mm. when you're tired and struggling. Yeah. Like you need, and I'm sure, were we talking about this at lunch recently where you're saying even you girls need to go and catch up separately with other friends. Yeah, yeah. As much as you love each other, you oh my God. need a separate time. Totally. Like, more than ever. I was actually thinking that today. Like, so much every day. Yeah, like, like oh, my God, go away from me. But it, it's so important. It yeah. really is so important. And that connection, I think, like right now, like today, Everyone's so I know I feel, I feel like we bring it up all the time, but you are connected to your phone. Yeah. I just deleted Facebook off my phone. Same. I was like, I have a problem. Did you do it too? I had a because I was like, I literally am addicted to this thing, like just scrolling, updating, mm. clicking on article after article, and I was like, like one day I just like chucked my phone. I was like, whoa, like this is freaking me out. Yeah. Like I was so addicted. And it was just like this constant all day thing. So I was just like I have to delete I it. I just think it's so weird when you, Yeah, you see people walking around the street. And, like, I'm – I do it. Like, I was doing it. And, like, my phone is in front of me and I'm missing everything that's happening, like, in the yeah. actual real-life world. I went to yoga last night and I walked in. There was 20 people in the class. Every one of them was sitting on their mat, like, with their backs against the wall on their phones. So, like – What? Every, in yoga? Yeah, in yoga. In yoga. And I was like, what is going on? Like, why are we not, like, even just, like, sitting there, like, getting ready for yoga in a peaceful state? I couldn't believe it. I was like, I don't want to be like that. So I just like oh, made wow. sure I didn't get my phone out because I was like, I want to be the person who smiles at the per- next person who walks in the room and like gives yeah. them a little hello. hello. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh, hello. Yeah. Someone and I, just said hello. Yeah. A and smile. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't even. I don't know these people, but like, how nice to walk into a room and be like, mm. hey, like. But we're not doing that anymore. I know. It's like it's, I'm starting to get freaked out, like properly freaked out. Like you know, I used to come up with like the excuses, like you know, it's work, it's business, yeah. but it's like. Like 90% of the time, I swear, it just wasn't. No. So now, out of curiosity, <laughs> do you then – so you upload your posts – or Carly, if you've still got it, do you still have it on your phone? Or do you delete no, it? Facebook on my phone. So what? So mostly we have Facebook posts like scheduded by Edgar, which yeah. is like scheduling yeah. like it just repurposes. Is Edgar on your phone or is Edgar on no, your No, Edgar like on laptop. the laptop. Just yeah. do that yeah. once a week. Like, and then oh. Instagram's still on my phone. But I found like Instagram I wasn't like scrolling. Rolling. I was Chronic, just posting. Yeah. I was just like posting, maybe liking a few of my friends' posts. But And then I share directly from Instagram to Facebook. And I don't even yeah. – like I checked Facebook maybe once – well, we are talking like this is three days in. But, like, in those three days, I've just been checking Facebook once, like, on my laptop, replying to all the comments at once, instead of, like, going back and forth and back and it's forth. It's all about the batch. Yes. Content, isn't it? So, so it I is. think what it is, it's, like, getting out of the habit, mm. then maybe, like, putting it back on the phone and not being so, like, chained to it. Yeah. Because, like, even, like, we had a catch-up this morning with our friend for brekkie and, like, just our conversation I don't know, other people must have come up or like situations and like three times we were like all got on our phones to go on Facebook to check this thing. Yeah. Or to stalk someone. Or to stalk like, someone. So yeah, was- if you don't know something, you've immediately got the answer yeah. so you can find out. So yeah. that was kind of weird. I was like, it was oh, weird. that's annoying. But um, that's okay. Have you seen that movie later. with Naomi um, Watts and Ben Stiller? I think it's called um, – not. 
all too young or anyway, Naomi Watts, Ben Stiller. And it's the two, they're the older couple, and then there's the younger couple. And the older couple are like, oh, if you can't find something, they're trying to find out, you know, who was in this movie or whatever. And they're like, let's just Google it. And then the younger couple says, who are all like old school, they're like, why don't we just not know? <laughs> and they're like, uh, uh, and then you can see them trying to fight to get their, like, no, but like, the phone's right there. And I can just <laughs> oh, Google wow. it. And find it. Now we like have to know everything. It's so true. true. Like, what, what about just not knowing? Going, well, let's just ponder that and just yeah, not have to have the answer. It's like wow. what about like when you um trying to think of like a word or someone who played I, that character yeah. or someone who sang that song. Me it's like I never try and think about it. Like I, I'm always just like I can't think about it. It's been five seconds. Google yeah. it. Do you know yeah. me and Dan did this the other night? We're trying to think of a li- that Living End song, the very first Living End song that went real big. Yeah. I don't know um, what it was. Yeah, I know. Can I Google it now? How does it go? I know now. It's it's a punk. It's a good punk. Yeah, it's a good punk. You want to jump up and down? Yeah, yeah. I could. That's how I was. Do you know how it goes? Yeah, now I do. Can you sing it? I could see the film clip. I could see it. I could like sing it in my brain, but not through my mouth. And I was like, it's like this. But it isn't. It's like um. Yeah. That was a great song. So we were like just like pondering. We were like not going to Google it, but then we had to Google it because we had to know. It's like yeah. trivia. Know. 10 years ago or 20 years ago, if that moment happened to you, you might not know for about seven days and then the song comes on radio and you almost have, it's going to sound vulgar, you almost have this emotional orgasm yes. of finding out. And you go, oh my gosh, that's the song! Oh my gosh, yeah. I must have been reading my mind. Yes. And you, you could never find out. But in, now you don't get to actually have that space. It's mm. almost like you don't get to miss it. Yeah. You just actually get true. that instantaneous so true. response. And it's like, oh. There's it's something. like we don't, we're not using our brains, are we? It's like no. dad it's, used to do this all the time. Like he'd not know something, he'd be stuck on it for ages, then he'd stop. Then, like, randomly, like, 24 hours later, he'd yeah. be like, what? <laughs> and just, like, come out with, like, yeah. his hands And I'd be like, that was, like, two days yeah. ago. <laughs> 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 that used to be okay. It was fine. You know, but now okay. Dad likes to Google things. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, Dad, Dad will, we'll be having coffee and Dad will be like, can you just Google it for me? And we're like, no, it's Dad. So I just don't. Oh. I don't want to Google it. Listen. Like, can I just leave my phone in my bag? Oh, love you, Dad. Love you, Dad. You know, let's talk about the baby boomer generation that raised us not to answer the phone whilst we're having dinner. And to only be focused on the dinner table. And now that very same baby boomer generation cannot get their hands off their iPhones or their iPads. <laughs> and we go, didn't you teach us to like have table manners and have conversation? I'm to oh, think, yeah, no, did... but I'm just uh, flicking through photos. And, did you see what they're up to on Facebook? Did you see your friends just got married and they're on a honeymoon in Hawaii? And it's like, oh. This is, this is that is hilarious. Our mum and dad are pretty good. Like when we go for dinner, yeah, like mum and dad, like, they want to ask us about us because they've missed us. Yeah. Like, um, but I'm thinking of the phone thing. One of mum's friends. Oh, she will remain nameless. She will remain nameless. But like she came to visit us. Now everyone knows who she is. Hello, Mrs. But, Watson. <laughs> but she even had dedicated Facebook time. She was like, oh, do you guys just mind if I sit on the couch and check my Facebook? I love how she asked so. I, know, I, I was like, was so was like, cute. No, that is completely fine. You sit on the couch and you check your Facebook. She just wanted to like find out what everyone else was doing. It was just like nosiness or something. But that, it is, we is all do it, though. <laughs> we all do it. We'll Let's get deep and meaningful in this for a moment, though. Okay. If people are looking at Facebook, 
to find out or to keep up with the Joneses or to keep up mm. with what everyone else is doing. There's no room to live your own life I and know. live your so own true. purpose mm. when all you're doing is worrying about what everyone else I is know. doing. You know, that's why I think it's in, in many ways it's great to not even have it on your phone because you've just like you said, you know what, I've got my script for my life. I want everyone yeah. else to live their great life but yeah. I'm not going to check what everyone else is doing. I know. And in so the true. old days... We just lived our life and when we caught up with someone down the street, we'd say hello and we find out what's up in their life yeah, then. But yeah. now, you know those conversations like, oh, I know what you've been up to. Yes. You've been here and there. And then it's like, oh, well, that just killed the whole conversation. Yeah. yeah. It's like, how yeah. was Thailand in 2010? Like, did you have fun? Like, literally, like, I saw a quote on Instagram about that and I had to laugh. And I was like, it's so true because we're yeah. just like all kind of looking at each other's lives. It is but weird. it's kind of similar to like we last week's mantra on the podcast was comparison is the thief of joy. Mm, and it's like it is that. Quote. Like and it's like not just like on social media but in all life. Like we get so like addicted to like finding out what other people are doing and we're like, oh maybe we can learn from them. Maybe we could copy that. Maybe we could like use some of that and put it into our life. But it is just about like following our own path and creating our own path. Absolutely. And that's not easy. No, it's really hard. Well, I think, and it's hard, and it's also like sometimes and you scary. Just don't know what you want. Well, so, going through the process of not knowing, it's just like we mentioned that example from the Hollywood film earlier. Like not knowing, we've been raised that we are meant to find yeah, out everything, but yeah. we can't create the space. We can't find out what we want to know <laughs> until really we acknowledge that we don't know without yeah. being all woo woo about it. But mm. to say I don't know what I want. Then gives you the opportunity to go. Well, let's find out what I do. Yeah, want. yeah. And you start you know? like trying things. It's so like, true. Kind of, like, People that are in a safe job. It's like I don't love my job. I don't hate my job. But whilst they're working forty hours a week, any burst of inspiration is often uh, extinguished by the urgencies of their job. Yeah. Sometimes it's best to take two weeks off, mm. go to Thailand, lie by a pool, and literally contemplate what do you want for your life, rather yeah. than going on a holiday and drink every night and have no, that and then just so fill the space true. with I love other that. things. That's where a lot of people go, oh, really? But I, I can do that for myself? Absolutely yeah. you can. But a lot of people feel socially incongruent in actually creating space because we live in a society yes. where we're meant to fill the space. No yeah. awkward silences, yeah. no gaps, no space. We've got yeah. to look at a house. Look at houses. We've got to fill a house. Yeah. We don't have backyards anymore. We can't have space. I know. Yeah. You know, we've got to like fill the space, like build a house on the whole block of land, yeah. not like... Space? What do you mean space? Yeah. So as a metaphor for life, it's it's rife. It's everywhere. Yeah. Space is so – it is interesting. I like this idea of creating space and allowing space. Bronnie actually talked about it when we caught up with her yeah, like space. two, yeah. three weeks ago. She was like, you know, when something happens to my calendar and it gets cancelled and there's space, I don't go and fill it with something else. I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, now I have space. Yeah. To just be. I kind of feel like we're pretty good with the space thing. Like with our work stuff mm. especially. It's like, you know what? Like that's like two catch-ups. That's enough for enough. the week. If yeah. you know what your numbers are, yeah. some people feel over-anal with numbers, but I'm massive on numbers. Mm. Like I know for me, Fridays is my social day. Like mm. I feel a real energy with the days. Like Monday, bull at a gate. It's a fresh yeah. week, yeah. all these things. Same with Tuesday, Wednesday. It's like I kind of just want to be in my own world. But come Thursday, Friday, yeah. I'm like, I've had enough of my own world. Yeah. I want to get into other people's world. I want to catch up yes. with people. And you just feel a different energy of the week. Yeah, totally. And then I look forward now, and obviously with three kids, it's like I look forward to the family times they're going, Daddy, when's family day? When's family day? But I love the separation of yeah. a weekend. But now, I mean, without getting political because I don't follow politics at all, but you know how they're going to change hospitality wages so that Sunday wages, you're not going to get any more money and it might be Saturdays really? as well. I didn't know that. Yeah, so every day is going to be the same wage. 
Which no. for me, it takes out the whole philosophy of a weekend. Wow. Because now it's like, well, if you work on a Sunday or if you work on a Wednesday, it's the same thing. Yeah. No, because then you're not um, providing the impetus for people to catch up on a weekend for a family gathering yeah. or friends to catch up. It's like, oh, I'm working and I'm working. Well, I just feel like, you know, we've lost the art of the mm. energies of the day, mm. you know, and I don't believe in Monday-itis and hump days mm. and thank God it's Friday. It's like for me it's marvelous. It's what, magnificent Monday, terrific Tuesday, wonderful <laughs> Wednesday, <laughs> tremendous Thursday, fabulous Friday, sensational Saturday, <laughs> super Sunday, you know, like. I love that. Because, because we feel now in this world that like everything's just a bit mopey and if we don't create the space to go no you know what i live an incredible life and i I get reflection of that when i catch up with friends like we're already having fun yeah you know like if we message it on each other it's so different it's so true and i I think like back on that mopiness like i think there's a real thing where people are just mopey and moody with living like and I, I know comes up every time, but gratitude, like being thankful for what you have, yeah. I think that instantly just like snaps yeah. you out of that that kind of feeling. I mean, today get that, I get that today, today I was I even had today that we like were talking like in the car on the it's way here, weird. and I was like, I was like, oh, I don't know what's going on today. Like, I feel like I feel down. Like, I don't know why I'm down. Like, I'm, like we've, we're re- like everything's really I think good. It's I'm, like, um, why sick from camera? Yeah, and I was just like, I was like, oh, I was <laughs> I, cu- I couldn't understand it, and I was like, I was trying to be grateful. I was trying to point things out, like even like using my tools in the toolbox. <laughs> I still didn't feel good, but really? as soon as like I saw you and I hugged you, I was like. Ah, the world life is, good again. is so good. And I'm also talking about it. Yeah, like getting it out, talking there. about it. Yeah. I was like, boom. Like that's why I think talking is so important, even though it's so hard sometimes. Like get this icky stuff yeah, out. Absolutely, you girls are great. This is the whole like secret to living, in my view. Like yeah. we aren't robots where we're like, yes. well, I'll write ten things and I'm grateful for my gratitude journal, and that'll do the yes. trick. Like you say, the world most of most of your listeners on all have got so many tools in the toolbox yes. of their mind. But the one thing which still is a really big hurdle for people is to change their state by physically engaging mm-hmm. with others. Like you said, I'm exactly the same. I'm having well, like the best day. I've had no sleep. I've done <laughs> all of this stuff. But it's all the real life stuff. I got mm-hmm. to see Sarah. I got to see my two boys. I didn't see May because she was at school. But then I went to see um, Bronnie and, um, and the girls and then I've seen you girls and – like oh. if it was all on Skype, yeah, mm, it's different. Totally different. It's so different. Totally different. And it, it is. It's something people just forget about. I think, and it, it's easy. Like I know we do it too. Like you just like forget, or it's like too annoying to catch up. Yeah, with yeah. it's like actually no, it's not. Annoying or you think at all. like a catch up is fine, like just a quick message. Oh, just message them quickly. Yeah. I haven't seen him in ages. I'll just see how they're going. Okay, mm. good tick. It's oh, like we're ticking God. boxes. So here, here's my corny one liner. It's a bit of a dad joke, but it's I'm so ready. corny. Might be your quote. Socializing is energizing. Dot dot dot. When it's done with the right people. Yeah. Yes. Right. Because some people go, no, it's not. Look, the people I hang around with, it's not. Yeah. When you hang around with people that you love to be around, like we are now, mm. we'll all finish this interview and go, huh, ah, mm. you know. Like I know for me, just little thing. I haven't had lunch today, and I've hardly had morning tea. Like this is gonna. This is not oh, my normal day. You should have told day. us. We would have got no, you some food. No, no. Because <laughs> the thing is, I'm actually not hungry, right? Yeah. Because I feel like. Not just because I'm going from one thing to the other, mm. but I'm having all this engagement with mm-hmm. people. My digestion's kind of switched off to a point. Wow. No doubt I will eat later, right? Yeah. I do have a chocolate pudding cup in the car and it's red, red, <laughs> my name written all over it, right? Delish. But I just don't feel that, you know, we eat, a lot of people eat 
But what's so it? What's true. it replacing? Is it's it? Re- so is that true. their yeah. friend? Yeah. Is that their friend? Because they're oh not catching God. up with a friend. So their food is their oh friend. Oh my God, Marcus! It's so <laughs> true. Uh, yes. And if it's not food, it's alcohol. If it's not alcohol, it's, it's something social media. Else. Yeah, it's social Facebook's media. Yeah, friend, it's like all know. these little addictions that we're just feeding that are trying to replace the thing we're missing, which is just connecting with other humans yeah. and probably ourselves as well, like connecting, self connection. Yeah. yeah, bloody. But the hell. art of connection is huge because you've got so many people out there that go, I catch up with my friends, but all they want to do is try and fix my problems and yeah. tell me what they're doing and all these other things. Like the art of friendship. And really, to a point, is the art of communication, whether that's with anyone in your family or your friends or your colleagues. The art of friendship is something that we really struggle with. We've Mm. lost the art because of largely social media. It's like people now are very conflict-averse. They find it hard to ask Mm. for favours. Instead of asking a favour, they'll try and do it themselves or just not do it at all. And so in many ways, we've lost the art of communication. But that's that's not... to say we can't get it back. Mm, yes. but the only way we can do it is to practice. Yeah. And, you know, talking to strangers. Yeah. You know, is it stranger danger or is it a stranger is a friend you just haven't met yet? Yeah. Where do you live? You know, if you live in stranger danger, well, you're not going to yeah. like, really want so to true. engage. But that is an art that I think if you want to earn more money, make more friends, have better relationships, if you can improve the quality of your communication yeah. with real people in real life, real people in real life, you're going to go a long way. What about um, introverts so versus extroverts? Because I know a lot of people will be like, I'm introverted. I Like I really struggle. An introvert talk. doesn't mean that they're rude. That's yeah. the thing. An introvert just means they're not – an introvert normally means they're more economical with their words yes. and they're not going to necessarily have deeper meaningfuls. But an introvert can say the most poignant things yeah. with the least amount of words. That's mm. so true. The introverts are the ones that come up with incredible quotes. I don't necessarily come up – I come up with daggy one-liners like energizing is social, <laughs> socialized energizing, I love it. right? I love that one. But introverts are the ones that can say a lot with a little, mm. Right. Their place in the world must never be understated. Oh, yeah. The challenge for an introvert is that they look around them and they know they're living in an extroverted world and that can be overwhelming and overbearing and so they just want to crawl off into their shell, which, again, is the same problem, food, social media, Mm. movies, whatever it is. Mm. The challenge is to still have love for the world and go, yes, you know, I'm the yin and the world's Mm. the yang, so to speak, but they they need both, you know. Yeah. So I think it's just a matter of knowing your place and that comes down to being – yourself you know i find this in speaking people like follow this script you know start off with your story and then go through three secret steps and then finish off with a problem with and a solution that you can fix and all the rest i'm like or i could just do it my way which is me like that works for you but we'll do what is is my nature yeah and i encourage that for anyone like stop trying to be who it is on social media i want to be like the mary makers i want to be like cindy amir i want to be like dan norris it's like no no just you be you and yeah. have faith more than anything. And that's probably the big thing. Have faith that you being you is the most important gift the world needs right yeah. now. And if you want to eat your food, raise your kids that way, send them to that school. If you want to move house, if you want to live overseas, it doesn't have to make logical sense. The world's craving logic. Yes. We've got enough logic going around. We just so need true. more heartfelt inspiration yes. rather than I love like that. Yeah, sense. and trusting the process like of that. Like I think yeah. like – I find that the thing that I do is like, oh, but it's not happening fast enough. Like, you know, this is – I want this now. Why hasn't it happened? Maybe I should go and do that thing that that other person is doing. Yeah. But mm. it's like, no, like just be you and trust that it's all going to happen in perfect time because it does. And like normally I always find the thing that I wanted, like if I get it, if I would gotten it earlier, it wouldn't have been right. Like I would have not been ready for it. Yeah. I reckon a big thing here 
Um, because people are going, oh, it all makes sense. But a big thing, well, I definitely know in my life, because someone said it to me last night in terms of, you know, how you're growing your business. Like, my folks split up when I was 10. My dad worked his butt off. And I have no doubt that my dad, to a point, overworked. And he mm-hmm. thought that all of his work was the value in the family. Yeah. But my mum and dad would have never had that conversation. Like, all right, let's talk about how a family works. You get to work for 80, 90 hours a week. I look after the kids. Um, I, you know, run the house, all the rest of it. They would have never had it. So my mum splits up with my dad. My dad's like, what do you mean? Like, I go to work. Our kids go to school. We've got this great house, pull in the backyard, all this stuff. And for me, it's always been like, don't overcommit to my business at the expense of my family because yeah. my dad's a great dad, great human being, my mm-hmm. best mate, all the rest of it. But if he's taught me anything, that is the big thing. Wow. Don't put all my eggs in the work basket. Yeah. So now my approach to money is like my mantra is I've got plenty of time to be a millionaire. Yeah. I've got plenty of time to grow my business. Like oh, my God, I love that love so it. much. And it's often it's hard because I'm like you might have a cash flow crunch. You might look yeah. at your numbers and go, shivers, that, that's not great or it could be so much better. And you, particularly if you look at what other people are doing, yeah. uh-huh. but then what price are they paying? Are they spending no time with their kids or their, so or their spouse or their friends? You know, I was yeah. doing some mentoring with someone last night. He's never seeing his mates. Like he's working his ring off. So his big thing is social. Like, right, I'm going to make a date to catch up with my mates once a week. Yeah. Go down to the pub, have a couple of quiet beers. Yeah. Don't yeah. get trashed. Just catch yes. up with real people. Yeah. You know, rather than saying, oh, we should catch up, like you said, yeah. Yeah. real people. And that's going to help him in his work. Yeah. And yeah. that's my thing. It doesn't have to make logical sense. So Sometimes you've got to go, you know what? The money might not be there right now, but I have to have the trust, which is what you're talking yeah. about, Carla. Have the trust that if it feels right in my heart, it doesn't yeah. have to make sense. If it feels right in my heart, that's all that matters. And that is the most important thing. It yeah. kind of, you do have a feeling like a, it could feel like butterflies. It could feel like a little hunch or a, yeah. I don't know how to describe it, but. It's kind of like when it doesn't make sense but it feels good, do it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love it so much. It's like when people, when you're like, oh, I don't have time to go to yoga or like, oh, no, I've got to work instead. Like, And I get I, like I get, I get like that. I'm like in the zone. I'm like, oh, vlogging. Like, I yeah. should just finish this one post and it will be all good. Yeah. Even though yoga starts in half an hour. No, I'll just finish the post. It's like, actually, like I'm probably going to write a better post if I go to yoga. I'm going to yeah. feel so good. I'm not going to like – I'm not, if I miss it, I'll probably be like, I wish I went to yoga. Like, it's just like, no. Or this- like you might finish it and it's like you just sit on the couch. Yeah. And you're like, shit, I actually could have gone to yeah. yoga. Do you girls do that? Do you like do afternoon yoga or are you talking about morning? All morning, um, afternoon. Like we do all all different times. So you do a lot of night ones. I do night. I love night. going to yoga yeah. at night. Well, I, it, yeah. Otherwise, I'll just sit on the couch. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. It's like the bonus. For me, like moving in the second half of the day, it's like this awesome yeah. bonus. You go, yeah. oh, my gosh. It's like because uh, I'm so indoctrinated in like move first thing in the morning. Yeah, us which, too. You know, which yeah. I do. But then you've been sitting and all these other yeah. things and it's like, oh, my gosh, I think I actually need to get out and actually go for another job yeah. Yeah. or go and do some yoga. And, yes, you go, oh, there's so many things you can be doing and it doesn't make sense to go and move, yeah. but you just know that it's going to make a difference to your mood yeah. and you might meet someone or it's say like hello. It's crazy how good exercise makes you feel. And like, there's so area. many people who don't exercise, like yeah. like so many people. We went through a phase where we stopped yeah. exercising. Like this was only maybe two years ago. Was it two years? Yeah, because we moved, when we moved, we started. Yeah, two years ago and we were just like hated it. I was, We were both like over it, like we just – we're doing obviously doing exercise we didn't enjoy, and we just stopped exercising. I think it was because we had a lifetime of just like a lot of exercises and it being and like, a chore, and, and it became a, countdown. a chore. And yeah. then you know, like we just over exercised. Who wants to do their chores? Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. So then we stopped, and then we brought it back in, and it was like 
oh my god, life is amazing again. Yeah. Like particularly why? when you move, doing things that you yeah. love. Yeah, when you, you know? find something that you like, it's like the best thing ever. Yeah. Because you, I was going to say, were you doing like research about exercise and yeah, there's a, there's, yeah. So, yeah. so I was going to say one corny one liner about oh. exercise because you said sure. <laughs> one of you said sure. Please, is it my corny one liner? Exceptional human beings make exercise, they, they transform from chore to choice. Yeah. It becomes a choice that they make. Yeah. It's like healthy eating. It's not I eat yeah. well because I have to. Yeah. It's well because I choose to. Yeah. No. It's not that you can't eat the Vegemite sandwich. It's you choosing yeah. not to eat the Vegemite sandwich because yeah. you actually have hands to pick it up and yeah. put it in your mouth, right? But with movement, 42% of all dementia would be gone if we moved more. Bloody hell. What? Nearly half. Dementia is so bad that it would be the 18th largest country if it was its own country, like in terms of how much. Oh my spend. god! And that's just exercise. That's just like, so, and what kind? Jeans, like, is this diet, just like? Is this wealth. walking? Like, how? Like, is it vigorous exercising? Yep. Like three times a week. This is the thing. It's not even that much. Okay. Only, research is three times a week, thirty minutes a time. That's really. It could be. Um, it could be a, as minimal as walking. Please, everybody, exercise, exercise, <laughs> like through, like one and a half hours a week. It blows my mind. That's crazy. And then people still say, I don't have time. Yeah. And I look at the people making excuses. I'm like, oh. There is time. And yeah. even if it's like in your lunch break, like. doesn't matter when. It's have, a thing. Like, is it um, 9 o'clock at night? I, yeah. I don't even. There's no excuses. It's just creating new habits, isn't it? Like it's yeah. just like creating this And new finding habit. the thing you enjoy. Because yes. if you find the thing you enjoy, the, the habit, habit will be so easy because you'll want to do it. And just imagine, this is going to sound brutal, but this is how my brain works. Imagine going to the doctor or the specialist and being told, that you have dementia and there is nothing you can do about it and get your affairs in order and you've worked for 40 years oh. and you've got 500 to a million uh, bucks sitting in your super and all that money, which you probably had reserved for the rest of your life oh or your children oh or whatever, you're going to now go and spend between 80 and 85% of that money on keeping your accommodation, like keeping you comfortable, oh. all of those things. And I'm just like... You just feel like you've wasted your life. Not only yeah. that, your children, which you might have one, two, three or four of, are now your full-time carers, mm-hmm. right? And it's probably normally one or two of them that take the hit. And now did you want that for your children? And they've got one or two professional nurses, but they can only do it for so long because then it just gets so hard. And then they're in a home. And I'm like, and, and all you had to do, like to give yourself a 50% better chance of this, was just move three times a week and you Far said you don't out. have time. Bloody hell. So dementia, like once you get diagnosed, like I don't know much about it, but you can't like work towards making it better. There are cases of people improving it, but we're talking like improving it. Like, so they talk God. about diabetes, uh, dementia being like type 3 yeah. diabetes. So they're talking about like, all right, ketones and, uh, you know, yeah, okay. um, better quality fat. So, like, there's one example of a, a doctor whose husband had early on, or not early on, so like cognitive decline. She started putting coconut oil in his porridge. And started observing improvements. Like they do a clock test. Wow. And like, you know, do the, you know, write this time and write that time. And he actually couldn't do it. And then they saw improvements. Bloody hell. So, That's amazing. Yeah, there are things that are improving. But for the large majority of people, they're not going to do that. Yeah. I still maintain that. Do you want to even get to that position? No. Just start exercising. Never. You know, exercise now. Yeah. Like, get on with it. Put coconut oil in your porridge now. Yeah. I want to know, like, <laughs> why, why aren't people, like, okay, it's. I know it's not common knowledge. I know we had this discussion before, I think. Yeah, before like, recording. How, like, you know, it feels like everyone should know this stuff. Or everyone does know, not should know. We yeah. just think that they do but know. But, like, why aren't people exercising? It's not and, urgent. Like, 
Yeah. They know it's important. They know oh. exercise is a perfect example. They know they should. Everyone says, I know I should. Yes. It's okay. not urgent. There's no consequence. Yeah. Like you don't get yeah, a parking immediate. fine. Yeah, you don't get a speeding right. fine. You don't get a not exercising fine. If you – one of the, the tips oh, I use Oh, we should introduce clients, that. That's what I do. I oh say tell your son yeah. that before he gets on the school bus in the morning, if, he ha- if you haven't moved by 8 o'clock, you will give him 10 bucks. And do you know what? One of my clients got pulled up. Right, but if you don't have kids, it's like, well, tell your friend you will give them five hundred bucks. I've got this with Guy Lawrence from One Eighty. So, like, if I don't exercise for half an hour between six and seven, Guy gets fifty bucks. Really? Right? He hasn't got anything yet, right? Because <laughs> I've nailed it. But so the, the knowledge that I must give Guy fifty bucks. I'm pain-based and most of yeah. us are. Yeah. We will only do something if the consequence is negative. Yeah. I don't want to give Guy 50 bucks. No. It would be annoying. It's I could take you out for a yeah. coffee yeah. Right? and something else. And cake. And cake. <laughs> exactly. But it's that, that consequence. The ultimate consequence is dementia. Make the consequence oh, smaller, like hell. 50 bucks or 20 bucks or 500 bucks, whatever it is. But if we have a consequence, a speeding fine, a non-exercising fine, we're more likely to do it. And you're a better mum, you're a better dad, yeah. you're a better friend, yes. you're a better son, you're a better daughter, you're a better colleague, yes. you're a better entrepreneur. It's whatever. not, yeah, it's you're not honest. selfish. Like, like, yeah, I think I've said this like before, but one of our yoga teachers was saying in a meditation, she was like, you know, this hour you spent here, it's not selfish. Like it, it's self-love and self-care, but you are going to be a better person now walking out that door. Yeah. You're going to be like a like kinder to strangers. You're mm-hmm. probably more likely meet more, more generous, people. Yeah, yeah, more giving and just like – Life just feels more magical when you exercise. Like, I know. You look, like I, I walk out of the yoga studio every single time, or Pilates, and oh, I'm like, "Wow, so like, look so at the true. sky." <laughs> it is, it's like it's like this natural high, this natural drug, and so many people are missing out on it. Well, and they spend hundreds of thousands of dollars trying to find the same thing. I you know, it's crazy. You know. So yeah, oh, so all you the like, new information of the world, or like you know, all of our hacks and biohacks, it's just all. It's just we just need to go back to old fashioned um, traditions, and it's not a big deal to move. Like it's been done for years. Yeah, you know, dancing, swimming, yeah. walking up hills, making love. People go, yeah. oh no, but seriously, making love is one of the most fundamental yeah. traditional old school ways of moving. And you recommend that every day. As much as you can get, as long as you're getting it, that's wonderful. And if you're not, then go on a path to find true love. Pray for true love. I'm on yeah. a path to true love. And, and yeah. how- how do you find true love, Marcus? Well, there is a whole brand new question. Teach me. Who are we asking on behalf of the sister? To everyone out there looking for the answer. Everyone I honestly I am a think dag- we always come back to this subject, like find yes, Carla just, a boyfriend. No, I'm kidding. But I'm, I'm listening. No, I don't think – I think it's actually important for people that are in a relationship and not yeah. in a relationship. Yeah, It doesn't matter too. where you are on the spectrum. I've only ever had um, – Oh, really probably one one or two girlfriends before my wife Sarah. I was always the guy that all my mates would like pick up three or four girls in one night. Yeah. You know, and I'd be like the guy chatting to a girl for like two hours getting to know her life oh, story. And that's but then I'm thinking, oh, am I ever going to be able to kiss this girl? And then I wouldn't and something would happen. I'd back <laughs> out. It would go awkward, whatever. But we're always good friends. I always had heaps of girlfriends. Yeah. You know, my mates were like treat them mean, keep them keen. I was like, I was like <laughs> no. the opposite, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. But my view is that that paid off for me in the long run because yeah. I was always true to myself. But like, I can't do one-liners to save myself. It just yeah. it come across so corny. Yeah, the girl would laugh, my mates would laugh. <laughs> like, oh, that was just weird, man. 
you know. So I was just like, you know what, I'm just not even going to bother. I'm just going to be yeah, me, yeah. you know. And I think that's the biggest thing. I would say to Carla, to anyone and anyone who's in relationship, if you want to improve your relationship, yeah. just be more of you. Yes. And, and when the right person comes along and even if that's your spouse, you create a better quality relationship with your partner, um, even with your children, no, whoever you're in mm. a loving relationship with. Don't try and be anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just come back to the point. Like you said about yoga, do the things which allow you to be a better, just to give more of what you already have, a better, you know, with strangers. A lot of people fall in love because actually nice to a stranger. The person that you fall in love with was once a stranger. Yeah. So you true. Know, before you met Dan over in Asia, he yeah. was a stranger. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, so interesting. And I love the whole like be more you because like, I think I've been in like relationships where like I've probably not been all me, and I feel well, I feel so yuck. Like I feel yeah. like this isn't me. Like why am I doing this? Well, why I am I like, acting that way? Yeah, and yeah. I feel like I've done that. Then I've like been like, no, I'm gonna be me. Then all of a sudden I'll be like, wait, I don't feel like me. It's like whoa, I've got to like snap out of this. Like connect yeah. back to myself. Spend more time just with me. Yeah. And like, Even if that means disagreeing with people, whether that's your partner yeah. or a potential partner. Yeah. If there doesn't like we're all individuals, we're different. Yeah, you yeah. know, there's going to be I was talking to a client the other day, she wants to go to India, like it's it's like her next big thing. She knows that's her path. Her husband disagrees. I'm like, wow. in all love and truth, your husband can deal with it. Just go. Yeah. Like he's gonna love you. Uh there's other things she's gonna do, like she's gonna earn more money in the business, she's more driven to earn more, to make it over there and all these other things. Like for her husband, he's like just counting the dollars and he's doing all the logic, but she feels within her heart yeah. it's the best thing to do. Just let him be anxious about it. It's okay. Yeah. He'll be fine, That's right? That's so true. But we go, oh, he doesn't want me to go, so I'm just going to keep the peace. Do you know yes. how many women develop um, chronic diseases because they keep the peace? Do you know yes. how many women suffer from a heart disease wow. or a heart complaint? And this is all in Healthy at 100 by John Robbins, um, wonderful hell. book. There are so many examples of when a female keeps the peace, they pay the price for yeah. it. And at the same time, on a on a male side, if they see their um, their female partner um, are overly stressed, particularly if they're working and they're just really struggling with the stress of it, that has a negative impact on the male partner. Really? And so every man generally wants to keep their woman happy. Yeah. And if they're unhappy, he feels a level of responsibility and that has an impact on his own health. And these are things you can't measure with a needle or a pinprick, yeah. right? But this is I love these types of, of yeah. research and studies because you begin to realise that there's more to life than just what we can measure, you know, just to think that if you're trying to keep the peace and be be nice about it. That's why do actually we, why do we like naturally do that? Because like, we, we like to avoid pain. Yeah. You know, we like to gain yeah, pleasure yeah, yeah, and yeah. avoid pain. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes a lot of what we've been talking about on yes. this episode has been you've actually got to go through some pain. Like yes. if you're in a job that you don't really love, but you don't really like, you've got to go through the pain of maybe quitting or taking some time off yeah. and just living in that space. Like that's yeah. uncomfortable. You know, but most of yeah. us want to avoid that pain. Same with relationships, yes. same with health. We don't want to go through the pain of a cleanse or changing yeah. our diet. So we yeah. just do the same thing because we just don't want to be uncomfortable. Yeah. But uh, it's in that discomfort. Yeah. yeah. And know. that's a lot it's of It's definitely the uncomfortable relationships. Thing. It's like as soon as it gets uncomfortable and hard, a lot of people just like call it quits. Yeah. But it's like actually like that's probably a normal thing to figure out yeah. if you 
if this relationship is going to get stronger exactly. or actually if it's not right. It's like so growing so pain. Look at yeah. the gym. People go yeah. to the gym and then they maybe plateau or just get yeah. the same, same. And really what it's saying is they've got to do something different yeah. find mm. the next level of growth. Yeah. But then that's even uncomfortable in itself. What's next? I've got to work that out. You look at most areas of life and most people that plateau, they're just not prepared. Mm. To take it, but they yeah. can do it. It's just a whole different ball game. Yeah, it's like got to take the step up. Like, so you get comfy, and then it's like, what's next? Because mm-hmm. you get uncomfy, and then you get comfy again. Then what's next? Yeah. Like, so who can thrive on being uncomfortable? And most entrepreneurs, most people that are growing in their life, they're happy to be uncomfortable. Not mm. not shock zone stuff, yeah. but out of the comfort zone. That's yeah. why I think you know people go, oh, I want to climb Everest. Well, that's great, but let's just start on step one. Yeah. Because climbing Everest is a wonderful thing. You know, losing 40 kilos is a wonderful thing, but it all starts with the first gram. Yeah. yeah. It all starts with the first meal. Yeah. You know, and those people go, oh, I can't do that. But they're looking at it in too big a chunk. Yeah. yeah. Go, well, so what true. Are you tomorrow. You know, let's like just go to one steps. yoga class. Yeah. You know, and that's it. Yeah, little steps. It's, yeah. It is the secret to pretty much everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. I love this conversation. Me too. <laughs> Why do you think, like, so, you know, how we're talking about goals at the start and how people are like really excited? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Sometimes I get like that of an evening and I'm like, oh, tomorrow I'm going to do this. Yeah. And I don't. Okay, what's an example? Like, are you are you setting a world changing? Um, Not really. Okay, I'll give you an example. So, um, one of our goals for the next kind of quarter is to secure another partnership. And we we're like talking last night, and we're like, oh, we're messaging, we're messaging, and we're like, oh, you know what? We haven't tried yet. We haven't tried calling people and talking yeah. to people. Like, it's all done by email, and then we call them. Like, maybe we should just call some people. Like, yeah. Tomorrow, we're going to call people for like two hours. Yeah, it'll be awesome. Let's have a competition. Let's see how many people can we call. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait. It'll be awesome. This is all by today. Today. What do you want to do today? Mm, I think I might just write a blog post. Because yeah. it's easier, right? <laughs> but you can get it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh my yeah. gosh. That's so <laughs> I love the honesty, though. <laughs> okay. So it was oh. pretty. It would have been uncomfortable though. I didn't want to do it what? because I was I, really because afraid. we felt flat too. Mm, true, we mm. felt we both had. We we're in this. But low when you vibe. came up with the idea, did you factor into your day actually when you do it? No. Nah. Nah. Oh, that, that, that's the missing link. It's like you did say that schedule, it, schedule it in, it. and I didn't. I you was know, like, is it 10, 10 a.m. till twelve p.m.? <laughs> you know, yeah. Is it ten till eleven? Then have a break and then do another one from one till two. Like this is the thing. Like yeah. it, it sounds so. Linear, but really, again, a, a, what is it? A, a, a dream is something, a goal that you just haven't scheduled or yeah. something. If you really want it, you've just got to go, all right, well, here's my day tomorrow. Here's my available time. So true. My, my, my biggest, not weakness, because I know it's like I know that I do it, is I will, I will go, I want to do this and this and this and this. And I will like, factor it all in. It's going to take me 10 hours. How many hours do I have to myself? Four hours. Yeah. It's like, okay. Then so, all right, well, half of that's not going to get done tomorrow, 60% yeah. of it. So then, Move that to the next yeah. day. The next day, if you have the big idea, it's like, all right, I'm going to call people for two hours, but you might only have an hour of free time. Yeah. So, all right, well, I'll do it for an hour. Yeah. And I'll do another hour the next day. But I think the big ideas, those bursts of inspiration, are great. They don't make any sense. They just yeah. come from the ether, from somewhere, from yeah. woo woo yeah. land. And then we go, all right, what's it telling me? All right, am I going to do it? You know, chunk it down. When's it going to happen? Yeah. And that's the that's the point. Yeah. I ask so many people who's got a diary, like, oh, I got my phone. I'm like, no, it's not diary. Like, who's literally got a diary? So you reckon like a hard copy diary? Well, look, all I'm going to say is, and this is all love to my wife, my beautiful Sarah Bear, we're very different, okay? 
if I don't write something down, it doesn't get done. Yeah. Mm. For Sarah, she's got a lot of things buzzing around in her mind. Yeah. But that's a very feminine approach. I'm not saying it's wrong because I'm coming from a bias of masculine. I've never yeah. walked a day in your shoes, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I know enough to know that a male brain works in little boxes. It's like yeah. there's my work box, there's my family box, there's my, you know, my footy box and there's whatever. And I can switch off from things, you know. When I go and see Derby at concert, I'm not thinking about work. When I go and catch up mm. with you girls, I'm not thinking about anything else except you girls, right? Yeah. Whereas girls, I'm being sexist, but generally speaking, girls are going from here to there to there to there, you know. They yeah. can speak to their mum, they can do this and do this, and they're just all over the shop in yeah. a nice way, right? That's yeah. what we yeah. love about girls. But then when you've got the idea, it kind of like goes to the next idea and the next idea and the next idea and it's like, hold yeah. on, we're going to put the brake on and go, yeah. come back. Yeah. What are you going to do with that little bright spark that you had? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Slow down. Tomorrow, so 9 a.m., pop it in. All so right. true. Then it's done. And then go on to your next burst of inspiration. Yeah. yeah. And I think that you like know what? what? We one have... call. I know. That should have been our goal. Yeah. Like it should have been like let's make one call each. We've never done this before. Like yeah. don't call say one, we're going to yeah. call 100 people. Like call one. Also, like it's a funny thing, I think, owning your own business and doing your own thing. Like if I had a boss – if I had told you the accountability, yeah. if you had a fine for yourself, if you had a no call exactly. fine. Oh, yeah. Exactly. That's a good one. I was saying the other day we were taking an Instagram photo and Emma was like, oh, I don't know. Like, and I was like, well, what are you going to do for the Instagram photo? And she was like, oh, I'll just take a photo like, like that. Like real like, <laughs> oh, like, I'll just do that. Like that's what we always do. And I was like, what would you do if you didn't work for the Merrymaker Sisters? Like if you were, or like, what, is that what I said? I yeah, said what, something like, yeah, something like you, that. I said, what if you were an employee of yes. the Merrymaker Sisters? Like, what and would you stand? What would yeah. you do then? And, and you were like, like, oh, and everyone would, wanted your job. Yeah, and, and you knew at least ten yeah. people. And then Emma was like, oh, I'd probably think about it a bit carefully, and I'd be a bit more creative, and I'd spend maybe two minutes instead of just being like, ah, I just like put it, it on the table. It was so funny, like the shift yeah. in my brain yeah. and and like how I felt. And I was like, man, like I'm like becoming this lazy business yeah. who just like I've lost the yeah. creativity. But it's also, you, I mean, you're at the stage of your business where you've probably been doing many things over and over yeah. again. And that's where it is important to either change it up or yes. find someone else that is bursting. Yeah. It's you know, so at the true. Beginning, it was like, oh, we can do this, we can write a yes. book and we can take photos and we can do this and yeah. we can do that. After a while, it's like, if I write another book, I'll record oh another book. Someone gosh. told me that today. They're like, I can't wait for your next book. And I was like, what, what? next no, book? No, no, there is one. Ever again. No. <laughs> oh, my Let's God. Let's not tell the story of how much the first book weighed. <laughs> Never again. <Yeah. laughs> uh, okay. I feel like that was really interesting and now it makes sense. I like, know. It's really funny. But I feel like I've done that so many times. Well, but it's, it's just like, about making it more it, doable. Like, and schedule stuff in. Mm. Like, Put it in, like, choose a time. So I'm more of like a – um. Yeah. we used to do that and schedule so much on our days and we just set ourselves up for failure. Yeah, because then you got no free time. Yeah. So here's the deal. Like, schedule things in, but you've also got to schedule flexibility yeah. and yeah. free time in. Like, today's probably my one day where if one domino fell, I'd probably be out of the loop. Like, yeah. 8 o'clock getting into Queensland, then seeing Derby at 10.30, then seeing Bronnie and team at 11.30, then coming up here for 2 o'clock and then – Talk tonight at six. If one thing dropped, yeah. other things may not have happened. Yeah. You don't want that every day. But on a typical day, you want to have some day where you've got just, you know what, like some, you're going to be late, traffic lights, roadworks, accidents, mm-hmm. whatever. So it's also having cultivating the art of flexibility. Yeah. And like yeah. you said, it's one call. So you go, one call yeah. is going to take 15 minutes. It might take half an hour. Yeah. Well, let's go on the extreme side and say half an hour. And if you've got a bit more time, you go, oh, yeah. I did that in 10 minutes. Yeah. Wow. I might go. 
have a coffee or make take a break call. or make another call. Or, <laughs> um, you know. yeah, and I how good that. do you feel when like your list that you did schedule in for that day gets done? Yeah. Like I feel so much better than when normally this is what I used to pack everything. Okay, Wednesday we're going to do a million things. And then <laughs> and I'd be like, bad I'd feel? be like moving You've... everything to Thursday. Yep. Like, We'd probably oh get gosh. more done now, I think, yeah. than I put less on our list. Yeah. So it's really interesting. And the other thing is, I mean, again, we've all done it where we've got like, you know, a hundred things in for the day. And let's say 90 of them haven't been done. We look at the 90 and go, oh, terrible day. Yes. But we actually got 10 cool things done. The other thing is a lot of people get the easy things done. Yeah. Whereas if you could just do the one really hard thing yeah. for the day, yeah. let's say it's moving. If yeah. you haven't exercised for weeks or months, if you just move for the day, your day is a hell, a hell of a lot better than yeah. it was yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Even if you don't get all your other things done, it's that, you know, eat that frog principle that yeah. Brian Tracy talks about. You just get the one really hard thing done yeah. and then everything else is a bonus. Yeah. And if you just yeah. do one of those things every I day. Think, like, then... I like the eat I, that frog. And I think like, Starting the day of exercise, it sets you Nothing up to better. feel like you've achieved something already. And, like, to be honest, it is, like, an easy thing to achieve because all you have to do is, like, go and mm-hmm. go to a class or go for a walk. Yeah. Like, it's so doable. And guaranteed my day is better if yeah. I exercise in the morning. If I've done that, I, like, have the best day. If I haven't, I'm like, what's missing? What yeah. haven't? Why Why yeah. do I feel like this? A or, little bit oh. flat. You just feel yeah. a bit flat. Yeah. Um, it's the perfect example of what it takes to take personal responsibility. I don't think there's one other part of life. Mm. I mean, all others really, but with with movement, it's just got it's a different feeling of the the only person that can do it is you. Mm-hmm. Even if you're doing it with others, you still have to get out of bed. Mm-hmm. Even if people pull you out of bed, yeah, you still have so to true. put your clothes on. Even if people put your clothes on for you, you still have to do your squats and push-ups. Like yeah. no one can do that for you. Yeah. Whereas with other things, you can get away with it. Oh, you know, can you make the kids dinner or can you do that project for me yeah. or can you, you know, shout me this? Like, yeah. It's just one thing that no yeah. one else can do you for you. You can't outsource it. You can't outsource <laughs> no. it. And you can just – you set such a powerful example to people of who you are as a person when you have that level of commitment to yourself. Yeah. When you move – people might go, oh, you're really drawing a long bow here. Look, the consequences are disastrous. So yeah. when you look at the impact it has, showing that level of, of exemplification or just that powerful example, it permeates every single person and every single area of your life. Gosh, love it. I love mm. it so much. So, Marcus, <laughs> if there was like a mantra that captured the essence of our conversation today, what do you think it would be? Um, there's a few, but let's. We've spoken about it a bit. Social media is not socializing. Ooh, there is nothing it. like real human connection. So, so freaking good. Well, just like we did at the beginning, skin to skin <laughs> is so much better <laughs> yes. than phone to phone or, you know, EMR to EMR or whatever, you know. Phone waves to phone waves. So true. <laughs> like, you know what? You can feel skin good when you get a message. You feel like good, like yeah. getting a message from a yeah. friend, but nothing beats in real life. Like you cannot Do replicate you know, it. Last night at this talk, I met someone, I met a few people for the first time and they got to shake my hand. I said, how about a kiss and a hug? And they go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you might think I'm creepy or you might think this is really nice yeah. because it is so foreign yeah. to literally, like you look at all the old movies and, you know, if you met a stranger, you'd kiss their, like you'd get their hand and you'd, you know, kiss their hand type so of thing. So cute. So, yeah, but like now I'm, I'm sure I probably did it with maybe four or five women last night. One of them probably thinks I'm creepy. Oh, you know, one of them at the end, she's like, you just got a hug and I'm not a hugger. And I'm like, yes. 
Oh, you know, yeah. You know, and I'm like, that's, I know the power of a hug. Yeah. You know, like so all the research will tell you just the oxytocin yes. release, the hormonal shifts, the feeling of joy, the dopamine, all of those things just from physical touch, right? But a lot of people are like, yeah. political correctness. Do you think like they can become touchy, huggy people? Do you think like, that they probably are and they just haven't received it? All yes, I'm going like to say is when you came out of the womb, when mm. you were born, did you go, no, I don't want to be hugged, I don't want to touch <laughs> it, I want you to like stroke yeah. me, caress oh me, my God. kiss me. It's called failure to thrive syndrome. If a baby does not get the physical touch they require, they die. And oh, it's called failure what? to thrive syndrome. <gasps> if you leave a baby, wow. don't touch that baby, they will die. If you leave a baby, if you leave a baby and stroke that baby, they know they're safe. Oh. There's a whole different podcast for wow. another day. Wow. But, Me too. You know, I love them. Um, like yeah. as a child, like mum would like stroke my hair. And you just and, like, melt. Like and the other like, even like on the weekend, we were on the couch and I just like laid on yeah. mum. Like and I had like I used to do that as a kid and I was yeah. like, this is so comfy. I was like, this Seriously. Is so nice. I love cuddling like <laughs> yeah. so much. <laughs> you feel safe. Yeah. You're secure. People think it's really odd, but you're going back into that child place yeah, of, yeah. of comfort. And a lot of us as parents want our kids to be like independent yeah. grown-ups. But I think if you want that, make them feel safe. Don't yeah. make them feel like the world is a really harsh world mm, when they're four so and five. True. Like, make them feel that life's predictable and safe because they're going to they're going to grow up in an unpredictable world. Yeah. But if you can strengthen them in the early days, you know, yeah. But we're going oh, into parenting. Yeah, I know. Kids, God. I know. Maybe we can talk about that um, on another episode because, like, we've never really talked about no. parenting and we no. have no idea. I actually babysat no. a four-month-year-old. Wow. And I know. I was like, well, why would you leave me with a four-month-year-old? But, she was, um, like, messaging us saying the baby's crying and then it stopped crying but then it just started crying again. And I was like, <laughs> why is it crying? It wouldn't tell me. And when, <laughs> so, like, Can't you Instagram the, me while you're crying? The mum, like, gave, like, my friend gave me the baby and I was like, does it talk yet? And she was like, it's four months old. And I was like, does it walk yet? And she was like, Carla, no. Like, Carla, all you have, all you, it looked like a big baby. Well, I think it was very tall. This baby was big. Like, <laughs> <laughs> is this, like, this mum? It was in right the 97th now? percentile. She told me that. She was, she was like, it is a big baby. Like, well, you know, the size is the older one. Yeah. So they have a two year old and a four month year old, and they're wearing the same size shorts. Oh, no wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, I'm like, this baby was bigger than me. This baby is like, <laughs> and then we saw a two month old the other day, and it was so it was so tiny. tiny. Like, oh, it's a little baby. It was, like, it was a little koala. It was yeah. Like this. Like, I'm so doing a super little, like, cute. You girls are getting clucky just talking about it. I'm looking <laughs> at your faces. I'm yeah. Bad. I love them. All but good not yet. Um, so, Marcus, if everyone wanted to find more info about you and everything you do, where should they visit online? Mm. Like, not. Not Marcus's hotel room next week. Canberra. <laughs> um, oh, easy one. You go to marcuspierce.com.au, uh, P-E-A-R-C-E. Um, or just search in the podcast. Do you know how many people don't know about the podcast? Oh, my gosh, oh, please. Yes. Tell you, them. You go into a room and you go, how many here know you have a podcast app? 90% of the room have heard a podcast but they don't know. So just if you've got an iPhone or you've got Stitcher on an Android, just go in there, punch in Marcus Pierce, and you'll get to know me by the podcast. It's so Damn. true. So many people, like I was that, like two years ago. We had an online business I, and I didn't know what, know a, what podcast a podcast was. was. Yeah. I was like, what's a podcast? How do I listen? Oh, I've got this app where I have access to thousands and thousands of hours of audio. That's oh, pretty cool. Oh, <laughs> For special. free. 
special. Thanks for having me, girls. It's Thank you awesome. so much for coming to the studio. It has been so I love it. Let's do it again amazing. in person. Yes. yes. In the studio. Because social media is not socialising. Boom. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.